Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Gothamites, we started on a Monday, but now it's Thursday, and Bruce is killing people. We'll talk about it. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. This is not A music. This is like yeah, came this, in, I was like, wait. I came in like hot Lana, but this is definitely Seattle after dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this is Alfred Fonzarelli today. Li- where are the lighters? <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, I used to be so cool. Yeah. I jumped a shark once. He did. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm Steve Coffey. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Coffey. Thank you so much for joining us for the Gotham After Show Season 4, Episode 5. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Coffey. I already said that. We're going to move it on along to my immediate left. Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Zach Peter and you can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Zach with the K. And hi guys, I'm your host Carla Beltran. I'm so excited to be back. I was gone last week, um, but you can follow me on Instagram at Carla with a K B E Travels and on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end. It's a full panel again! Yay! 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 So... Uh, Lee's back. Lee is also back. Right. It's That's a full show again. All of our yes. people who've been gone. Yeah, start now. where they end. Lee is here. Yes, yeah. Helping a fight club that may or may not be run by Livewire. I love. Okay, first of all, Livewire wood with the hair and just the look. I like that they did red on her instead of blue. It's very mm-hmm. like this is a Gotham villain now, and this is yeah. how she'll look here. So for just record, adjust. this isn't confirmed that she's Livewire. It's, it's for sure Livewire. I look forward to the electricity pouring out of her. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Livewire. I don't want to speak too soon. I am saying we both saw it immediately and then pulled up a picture and confirmed, like, that's clearly more than Very, likely Livewire. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be hit in the face with a giant fish later because it won't be Livewire, but I'm so excited. <laughs> I hope it is. Uh, Lee looks great. How do you guys feel about the long hair? I don't like I, it. Whoa! I don't Hot like it. Love it. I don't like so it. So fast. Just no. <laughs> I love it. I mean, she does look like a super like villain with the long hair. She looks like really sweet with her short hair. Was anyone else uh, kind of reminded of like the Matrix in like the underground yeah. kind of techno fight club thing? Yeah. Happened? I was like, I see you. With uh, the cherries and doesn't it like really resemble Oswald's penguin? Like is that the thing in Gotham? You just pick an icon and make an alley, a, a neon light out of it? Yes. Because it's on trend right now. Like yes. everybody has... Well, that's also a thing people did in, like, the mid to late 90s, which is part of what the show tries to emulate. Like, that's there. Okay. That's just a trendy thing people did. I, mm-hmm. It's just coming back right now. Neon is neon is super neon in right is now. Back. It is. Have you guys seen the Black Panther trailer? I mean, my God. Neon is so <laughs> in right now. Um, we don't have much to say about Dr. Lee, because she showed up very briefly. Yeah, it's but very But we can quick. get into the meat of the story that brought us to Dr. Lee, which is Solomon Grundy. Finally! Actually! Kind of, because it's still Butch. Yeah. It was, I... It's an inventive way to do it, honestly. Several things are happening here. One, uh, I freaking love Solomon Grundy. He's a great (laughs) villain. And I really liked the way they used the swamp. I liked the way that whole sequence was shot. It felt very Mm -hmm. comic booky. The way the trees were kind of lining the frame, very cinematic. I really appreciated that. Uh, I also got some weird, like, swamp thing vibes in there, just because of the glowing, which I've 
I've never seen Solomon Grundy glow. Again, this is Gotham. Anything could be happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was a swamp. We had those, like, 1930s-esque bootleggers just hanging around, (laughs) singing out of tune and not on beat to the Solomon Grundy theme song. Um, So I'd be interested to see if maybe he carries some aspects of Swamp Thing. Now, Swamp Thing is hyper-intelligent, where Solomon Grundy is not. Swamp Mm -hmm. Thing uh, can produce plants. Solomon Grundy can't do that. So we haven't really seen a lot of it, but I'd be interested to see if they maybe brought in some of those aspects. Well, in typical Gotham fashion, it looks like they're going to name him Solomon Grundy and have a very similar origin. But it's still very clearly Butch. Yeah. And yeah. they'll, especially because it's nucle- a vat of nuclear waste and a lake, mm-hmm. it's whatever they want Butch to be. Like, it's true. Yeah. yeah. So, like, and Did the, jo- Joel say, and I, John and I were just talking about this. It's a real fight. <laughs> it's a real fight because Joel was upset that the... And remains upset. That he was able to grow an arm. And the arm doesn't look different or deformed or anything. It's just like, nope, I suddenly have a fine (laughs) human dead fleshy arm. I'm like, but you didn't have an arm before. What happened? (laughs) We cut off your hand. That was a huge part of the story. What's going on? Just so we're clear. It can reanimate his corpse. Yes. You're in. Totally. Yeah, no, that's so fine. I buy that. Mm -hmm. Throws back a hand. Wrong. (laughs) Terrible. The same hand also, like, caught on fire. Like, like, they wanted you to know the hand was back. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. mm, They made it clear that it was back. They went out of their way to let us know that that hand Mm -hmm. is back. You have a problem with it. I don't know I think it was personal just to you, Joelle. I understand. The writers (laughs) and I have this feud going where they do things that they know are just going to upset me. Uh, It steers the whole direction of their show. Uh, I don't know. I think it would be cool to have, like, a hooked Grundy, too. Like, imagine that hook in a fight. I'm about it. Ow, that sounds or like painful. his big. He didn't have a hook. I'm sorry. He had like a big metal hand, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome in a fight, totally. Or maybe you'd have to fight one handed because that's an unfair advantage. I don't know. I just I feel like the hand should not be there. Although, if you're really asking, part of why I think this happens is that he has to show his forearm. Like the actor has to like as Solomon Grundy, he can't wear long sleeves anymore. That's also so fair. it's harder to <laughs> it's harder Soto. to fake a hand where it's like, well, he's in a nuclear vat, like whatever. Yeah. Ivan mm-hmm. Soto says that he has regenerative properties in the comic books, which is absolutely true. I needed a regenerative moment or something. It just bothered me that it was like, but just back. Boom. Also, so is his hand. I was like, eh, I don't like it. <laughs> Personally, I was just really happy to see Butch back. So whether his hand with like, his back with hand or not, I was satisfied. Also, I have to correct myself before the chat does. I keep Uh-oh. saying I keep saying corpse. He was in the hospital and alive, but in a yeah, like, he was in coma. a coma. They needed okay. to free up bed cor- space. I keep yeah. I keep saying corpse. I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. How great was yeah. that banter at the top of the show? So good, so great. Just we gotta take care of him. Take him upstate. I was like, wow. I really appreciate the uh, old school kind of bad guys in this mm-hmm. episode. It was fun. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? See, even the cops. I'm gonna take the- him upstate. See, <laughs> even the cops at the prison uh, who were not really cops were like, it was just very stereotypical bad guy banter. It was good times. But even in a today where like all your characters have to be like at least kind of grounded, like they're all still grounded. Where it's like when we got into those those people at. Uh, Blackgate. Mm. Not Blackwater. I wrote it down. Blackgate. Blackgate. <laughs> that they were very much grounded in like we are what we are. Mm-hmm. We were we pledge to this god like person thing that's Raj and or Raish. We've never decided. It was both. It's it was both. it was both in the episode tonight because Bruce said one <laughs> thing and Alfred said the other thing and it was in the exact same conversation. See, even they agree. See, like, even they not... agree. See, Batman and Alfred don't even wait. But who used which one? Because I don't remember. Alfred said one. Alfred said Roz. And no, then... I think it was the other. Was way. it the other way? I don't. Whoever said Raj Rache. is the right one, and that's who we follow. Batman sure. said Rache. It's true. I think wrong. 
But so, he's Batman. Has Batman ever rung Gotham? No. Batman's young right now, and he's not cultured. Right? <laughs> okay, he's fine. not cultured. He has to travel the world, Fair. and he has to say Raja Ghul. Engineer in a host. He has I to make a it. few stumbles along the way. I'll be so. an ultra cultured. <laughs> <laughs> well, young Bruce, no culture. That's why he behaved that way at the auction. Everything's making mm-hmm. sense now. So, Enigma. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not smart still? Oh, Question man. Mark. So painful. I yeah, it was know. painful watching that robbery. To be fair, I think this show has done a good job of giving us a lot of stakes to Nigma when really the stakes are actually that he was a really smart guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now he's well, just a smart guy, and he's like, no, but I want to be really smart. And it's like the average person isn't a smart guy, so yeah. we're... Like, we shouldn't root for him at all, and we're still just like, oh, but he used to be a really smart guy. And also a total jerk. Actually, (laughs) I don't feel bad. That's what I was going to ask you, because I felt so bad for him, because, I mean, I would hate to, like, wake up one day and then, like, not know everything that I used to know. I feel like it would be so frustrating, so I feel so bad for him, even though, like, I know he was, like, bad. And that's really sweet, and, like, (laughs) but, like, he's not a good person. Like, I love the character of the Riddler, don't get me wrong, I think Edward is, like, a a really fun, cool character, but I do not feel bad for him. Like, you willfully, like, killed people because you were jealous of things, like, you just... Like, not just nice. like I like the penguin, and like sometimes I'll get this, I'll be like, yeah, but also just not a good person. Yeah. Some bad things happen to him. I'm like, mm, you kind of, you know, you made yeah. your own bed. And I yeah. like that, like, Grundy or Butch, the person both. he, yeah, yeah. both, <laughs> is now also, like, to get, they can, like, try to retrace their steps and, like, become who they were together. I love it's like this a, partnership. They're like friends, and they're yeah. like, it's a new ship. I love how he says. Um, I love how he says that they used to be very best friends. I'm like, yes, they were best friends. <laughs> no, wait, where were they best friends? They were Pretty best like friends. Large. They were, yeah. Okay, you they like the lie free. of it. Yeah. Okay, I got mm-hmm. that. Uh, what I really like about this is I feel like we get a lot of physical recovery TV. You know, like oh my god. Like, if you're watching This Is Us, dude broke his leg, and it's hard to, like, stay still and heal yourself, right? And so that's, like, a thing that we explore. Like, how do we deal Mm -hmm. with pain, um, pain tolerance, getting better? It's rare, I think, that you get the mental aspects, and it's not, like, ridiculous. Like, a lot of soap operas will be like, I have amnesia, and now everything is screwed up. But this is, like, I have to figure out how to live my life with less than what I had before. And that's really interesting, and I love the introduction of Bruce, a guy who's always been kicked off to the side and always been someone's kind of sidekick, almost saving Nigma in this moment because Nigma doesn't have the brawn or the brain, mm-hmm. so it's really great that they can kind of team up and like balance each other out. I mm-hmm. also really appreciate that as a dumb person, his first thing was like, we're going to make money off this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, not so dumb. Your business brain intact. Well, yeah. But he's that's got what I, some gems left in him. Very much, like because he's still a smart guy. Like He'll still yeah. do great. It's just... If if it were the Enigma that was a really smart guy, he would use that guy as a tool to take down Gotham. Right? Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. whereas he's just a smart guy now. He's like, um, gonna put you in show business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have you fight. Dance gonna, monkey dance. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have you fight in the ring. I'm excited because this opens up a world for metahumans potentially, especially if it is live wire. I know ch- the chat is like, it's not gonna. It's not confirmed, um, but it's my head cannon, <laughs> and in there, she's definitely live wire, which means we might get some metahumans and some metahuman fights, which are super fun. Guaranteed, they don't call them metahumans. No, they will not do that. Or, or aliens, or like deal. Actually, I want to make a decree right now that I hope Gotham sticks to: no aliens, please. We haven't. <laughs> it would. 
There have never been aliens in Gotham. Can there there have not. But if Martian Manhunter comes, like I will never complain about it. My first crush. I love Martian Manhunter. He could totally come by. Well, isn't he already on Supergirl? He is. <laughs> but I'm also saying that Martian do a crossover. Martian Manhunter is such that he's a cerebral. He's a cere- like he's a cerebral villain in the sense that all of his episodes are bottle episodes. Yes. That that would be he's the not one. Not a ex- villain though. That would be the one exception. If Martian Manhunter has a five episode arc where everyone remembers that he came, no Gotham. No, no. No aliens. This is not Metropolis. This is where a show called Metropolis. You get all the aliens you want. Gotham is not the place for aliens. You know, I, I kind of agree with you. I was playing devil's advocate, but no, I feel it would very much throw off the look of the show. You'd be like, a, what is this thing doing here? It's very strange. It would also be a really gritty. Film noir alien, like it wouldn't fit. It couldn't. What fit. if it was like um, the day the Earth stood still, or uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, where you don't really get an alien per se, but you get this like otherworldly force. So it sort of would be like a Raj situation, but Raj is just from a different planet. Could you handle that, or are you just like no? Um, I'm gonna make a hard and fast rule. <laughs> <laughs> no. And just hard no. Of all the things I'm allowing Gotham, which the list is Yeah, the list is yeah. growing by the way. Aliens is not one of them. Okay. Yeah. Also, if um anyone watching this sh- or listening to this show is a member of the Gotham Writers Room and you have access to the show Bible, I really, really wanna know <laughs> if no al- if no aliens is in the show Bible for Gotham. I really hope it's just one page. No aliens. No aliens. <laughs> No aliens, no actual Batman. Okay. I think I think the show Bible for Gotham is two pages. <laughs> <laughs> After that, all bets are off. Oh, no modern want. cell phones. I think would be the third. <laughs> no iPhones. Well, actually, I don't think we've seen any phones. Oh yeah, we have. Just a flip, flip phone. Just a flip yeah, yeah. phone. Yeah, but they they try they try to remain timeless. Yeah. In this that it, like they do have cell phones, but they don't have iPhones. Like it's mm-hmm. they're not. There's no Twitter. There's no like they don't try to time themselves like the yeah. rest of the yeah. DC Bruce shows. wouldn't become Batman if there were Twitter. Look at these deep cuts. Beta Artemis says, "Well, Selena once accused Alfred of being a Martian in a rubber suit. That's an amazing That's callback, first of all. Um, and how crazy would it be if Alfred turned out to be a Martian? What are you, what are you guys doing today? Oh my god." <laughs> Ruining the show. No, Making I, it better, <laughs> elevating the show. Thank you, Beta. It's wonderful. So, if Nigma, if Nigma were smarter, he would have known what he has with Solomon Grundy is somebody who can a monster who can help him take down Gotham. Yes. Mm-hmm. He isn't. Penguin is in charge of Gotham. Eighty six percent of crime runs through him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he gets to turn around and claim that we're at an eighty six percent not crime rate. Mm-hmm. So fourteen percent crime rate, which. I meant, to go- yeah, I meant to Yeah, I meant to Google some crime rates. That feels really <laughs> high for a modern day city. Yeah. <laughs> you remember, like, that feels like a 60s or 70s high for a city. Like, 14 is a lot. Mm-hmm. That means you put, like, 10 people in a room, you're guaranteed one of them has been, like, shot at. I mean... Oh that feels like a lot for a modern time. I'm just going to well, do a quick just, research of Chicago's Just, like, a quick crime, crime rate, rate yeah, of a whole yeah. city. Um, <laughs> Sophia Falcone comes in and tries to explain... Crime rate was all the crime went through the Falcone family, and the pretty much continuation of last week. That I think you're running the city poorly, but I would like to help you run the city correctly. Yeah, is her intention pure? No, no. But she made him like 
food that his she's mom ca- made. Yeah, but I think she's trying to like she's trying to butter him up. Yeah. yeah, I just want to believe. Uh, but that I she's just want to know nice. what she's like. I just want to believe that somebody that pretty can be nice too. Nope. No. <laughs> no. Someone that pretty can be nice. Sorry. Let's make sure we're answering the question in the correct order. Beautiful people can be nice. This beautiful person is not nice. Yeah. Definitely. Also, crimes not reported in percentages. That's a okay. So crime rate. There's a crime rate per, by percent. Seven percent of the population causes eighty percent of violent That's crimes. That's not the That's same. That's not really a thing. Mm. I don't know. It's not easily searchable. Okay. Crime rates are challenging. I'll find it. I'll find what a second I to get. I'll find a second to get into that, or someone <laughs> in the comments will. Um, yeah. But I will. They'll find it. So, but that brings up a good question. Sophia is very, very nice to Penguin. Like she's All even like caressing his ankle. All just to play and, him and, and humming to him. Yeah, and humming to like, like she's getting like really into it. Also, are we not gonna talk about that weird relationship Falcon um Papa Falcon had in season one with that girl when he had a daughter? I don't even remember Falcon having a daughter. Season one. No, he didn't have a um Fish Mooney hired a girl as a singer. And then literally sent her in. Oh yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. Like, and then he wound up having to kill her because he was trying to. She was trying to turn on her, and there was a lot of yeah. similarities to who Sophia is now and who he was trying to keep that little girl as. But at the time, it was always pitched as like this postpartum thing. Maybe yeah. like there was something yeah. he was missing. So I guess Sophia was not in the picture then. Well, he sent her away. I mean, maybe this was a Sophia he could keep in Gotham because it's not his flesh and blood. I guess. that like, need to worry about right, it. Like, right before season one, he sent Sophia away? If the, we're, we're exploring the timeline. No, because her, her last birthday, we learned today, it was when she was 10 in Gotham. Oh, so he sent her away when she was 10. Yeah, and I think yeah. in earlier okay. episodes, it sounds like she was sent away, like, right she was becoming a teenager, be like, you need to leave Gotham. It's not <laughs> yeah. safe. It's mm-hmm. crazy here. Get out. The crime rate is 30 to 12%, and we <laughs> think that's high. 42% crime rate. It's challenging out here, y'all. But, yeah, I just... Something I wanted to point out that that happened in season one, it was a lot of... It's, timeline-wise, it actually makes sense. That if he sent her away when she was 10, he was probably getting very lonesome 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably five years later, and this is like the third or fourth woman. The only one we've seen. This makes sense to me. Um, when does the shoe drop... On Penguin and Sophia, it's next gonna week, take a while. The pace of the show. No, it's not no. going to be next week. It's yeah, going to no. take a while. I think it'll probably take like three weeks. I'm hoping for three weeks. I feel like yeah, he's just starting to trust her. Like she can't jab the knife in yet. Yeah, Sophia's not in a, a good place footing wise to take mm-hmm. over yet. But everyone she keeps running into swears fealty so quickly. Like Penguin has not made any friends for himself, which means no. he's really screwed himself up. And what I like about Sophia's game. She just leaned all the way into the mother card. She was like, oh, you have no one to nurture you. I got this. Don't even yeah. worry about it. I'm going to get your mom's recipe. I'm going to set it up nice. You eat it. You're going to love it. I'm going to make sure that I'm constantly surrounded by people who support me over you. Like, if it had gone down and Penguin had tried to pull a knife on her, there's a yeah. chance, not 100%, should really like the audience's uh, opinion on this. Do you guys <laughs> think that if Penguin and Sophia had gotten into a fight in that restaurant... Where would the owners have come down? Because they were really pro-Sophia, but they also said we're not stupid enough to shake things up with Penguin. Right. What do you guys think? Well, I think they would have totally protected Sophia. I don't know. Because as much as Penguin doesn't have any friends right now, Sophia doesn't have any She doesn't have any she power. Doesn't really have yeah, power. She doesn't so just, have She can't anything. really do anything for them. Now, it's an opportunity to clear the way, but I don't know. She but also- I feel like... 
I'm sorry. She also hasn't, like, proved her dominance yet. Like, she's still kind of just hanging out. So I don't think they're... I mean, I feel like there would be slight loyalty to her because she has the Falcone name, but, like, there's no muscle behind it. So I think they would be loyal to Penguin because he would ultimately be the one that would... He's still running Gotham. Well, however, I think that they would probably believe in her. Um, I think that because she has the name, they would believe that she is going to be successful. So I feel like they would, like, have her back more than they would have Penguins because they can... And, like, they could possibly also think that Falcone may be coming back. Um, so that's one way that they can be looking at it. Like, oh, maybe Falcone sent his daughter in to see what's going on, so we're going to back her up if Falcone is coming back into the picture. Definitely. Also, violent crime per 100,000 in Chicago is 28.7. Okay, there we go, yeah. Let's see. That and for, cool. for reference, Las Vegas is 8.1, Los Angeles is 7.1, Long Beach is 7.6. Okay, Just for sense. a couple, mm. for, for a variety of references. So not as dangerous as Chicago, better than Vegas. Yeah, Chicago's like a lot yeah. more dangerous than that. Like, that's a big leap. That is a kind of big leap. Um, just for more reference, Philadelphia is 17.9. Oh. And this is violent crime. Like, specifically <laughs> violent crime. Wait, where's Los Angeles on this list? He said it's a 7%. 7%. 7%. 7%. Oh, okay, 1. I'm sorry. I thought you said this. And it's not, yeah. it's 7.1 out of 100,000. 7.1%, mm. it's 643 out of 100,000. Okay. So who do we think is going to tap into the new Butch and use him to start running Gotham? The same way? Like, all of the villains have been, like, been sidekicks to... Lee? Lee? You think <gasps> Lee? I'm not going to get yeah. too That's far into prediction yet, but, like, she... Presuming... Presuming Livewire's not an alien or something, um, she is the <laughs> only one in that club. She's the only one in that club that, um... Has, has a brain on her that... But she doesn't want to take over the city. She just wants to get after Gordon. Okay, you know what? No, save it, Joel. Save it. Predictions. That's we'll what we save have it for it predictions. Save it for okay. <laughs> Speaking of Bruce and Gotham and Blackgate and all the things, let's get into the main uh, the main Event. story of yes. the evening. Yeah. The story of uh, Bruce Wayne killing people. It happened. Killing oh, a person. Sorry. Person. I'm okay. sorry. I I'm thought per- we were looking at evil Bruce, so it really like asked me up, but I'm like, oh no, this is actual Bruce. I was confused because. Yeah. First, like puffy coat. Which one am I looking at? <laughs> it's, it's just really weird. Uh, I loved this storyline. This felt like some of the most uh, atypical Batman storylines that we've had since maybe like season one or two when he was still dealing with his parents, which is incredibly atypically Batman. Um, this was like from first of all Blackgate, which is dope. I like the singular cell. I loved that whole layout. It was visually stunning. Um, to Barbara coming in in her power suit mm-hmm. and like being like, okay, I got this. Like this lighter gun. Let's go. Tube of lipstick. That's all I need. Um, and Raj is being so cool. Like just so laid back and like, yeah. no, I don't think that's what we're doing today. I have things to do. <laughs> um, and then to flip the entire script on us and be like, oh, he wants to die? Which is probably a story that exists out there somewhere, but not one that I have read. No, it's not. Yeah. Like the closest I can honestly even recall just quickly is Arrow. And he didn't want to die an arrow. He wanted to like. He's ascending to his next level of power or something. Well, no, he wanted he he wanted. Um, I don't watch arrows. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. He wanted. He wanted. Uh, he Oliver Queen held a giant held the giant sword and like actually did the bidding of Rash Al Ghul. Mm. Rash Al Ghul still lived and like he married his daughter and there was a whole lot going on that season. Oh my god! But like. What? But, like, that, that was the closest I can think of that he wanted to hand his mantle. Yeah. Like, the responsibility of Rashankul, which was much more pronounced in Arrow, whereas this, he's 
very much a dude who can sit in a jail cell for days, or it's like, I, I got nothing going on. It's fine. <laughs> I will wait for my protege to come and murder me. Whereas, um, whereas, like, in Arrow and, like, a lot of other forms of the mythology, he has a whole lot to do from Nanda Parbat. Like, universal, like, he, he kind of handles the universe from Nanda Parbat, depending on which version you read. Whereas this guy is very much just like, yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, the whole, like, oh, sorry. Beta also says that Bruce killed Alfred. Not technically. Here's why. Bruce not in control of his brain. So physically, yes, he was the one wielding the sword, but mentally he would have never made that decision. Um, so I don't know if I count that. Do you guys count that? No. I don't count that. Um, technically you have to count that. This was the first... Bruce, of his own volition, willfully made a choice to k- take a human life. Yeah, and I think that's, that should be counted Although, as the first. Although, is Ra's al Ghul a human life? Mm, he's an alien. He's not, <laughs> a, he's not an alien. Um, uh, there's, sorry, there's a question in the chat. Yeah. Zizabee Lou, who's older, Raj or Vandal Savage? Vandal Savage is older. He's technically a Neanderthal. Uh, whereas Raj was around in, what, like the 15th century? Yeah, they, told, they gave us that? a year two, epi- two episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like... 1380 or something. Okay. That's a good question, though, the answer. Sorry. How do you remember all this stuff? I we made it up. I, <laughs> okay. I remember I remembered that they said it was Arabia, which was weird. Uh-huh. And then I remember it was an AD year that was four digits. Okay. I made up the rest. It could have been 3100. I don't. Okay. Like, don't. Quote <laughs> <laughs> I said it with such confidence, though. You were I knew it. Like, how do you wow. know? What's happening in this brain of yours, Stephen? I was like, how do you know all of this? Like, (laughs) I can't even remember what I ate, like, two days ago. And, like, you're remembering season one, like, the girl. And I had, I totally forgot about the girl, but, yeah. Mm. I would ask, did Raj, uh, yeah, did Raj possess Barbara? Lol. Ah, powers is what we were told. Now, what actually happened, I'm not sure. What do you guys I think mean, when they were touching hands? We had the glowy stuff through oh, the glass. Yeah. Oh my gosh, is that him passing part of him, him on to her? Is she, that, is she a living really She's a living Horcrux. Is that what I'm hearing? No, 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 no. I think there's a certain life force to him, probably his powers, that he was somehow able to transfer. That was my to initial her. thought. It's not a Horcrux because he died. Like it's not. We at like. Did he die? Die or did he Gotham die? I think well, he I died. Uh, yeah, he died. Does anyone, does anyone else in Gotham turn into a skeleton, complete no. with and the Indiana Jones yeah. jaw? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's nothing left of him to bring back into the pit, into the Lazarus pit. Could he Gotham. come back? And then he'll come back with another <laughs> Gotham. <hand>. Page four. <laughs> Gotham. Page four for your show bible. Keep Ra's al Ghul dead. <laughs> we should get one person who's just dead. Dead. Page five. Bring back Jerome twice a year. <laughs> uh, yes, I like Jerome. Yes. He's perfect. In my favorite. Six episodes across two span across two different yes. like half seasons. He's ah. He's so anything good. more, you should rewrite your show bible mm-hmm. or hire me to write your show bible because <laughs> you haven't written your show bible by now. <laughs> well into season four. What is this? I, oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I will not be paid by the page though, because <laughs> my show I will be very. Here, my end bible is only going to be ten pages long. <laughs> One sentence on each page, just really general. I'll help you guys out. Just really, really solid guidelines. <laughs> Superman doesn't show up. There are no aliens. Mm. He doesn't wear a cowl with big horn. I, he doesn't become Batman. Uh, no baby future bat family members. <laughs> I don't want to see baby like Dick Grayson no. on his mom's back and be like, one day, kid, you and me are going to rule this city. I mean, that would just be kind of... Yeah. <laughs> it would be so subtle and not touched. Like, it would be that moment in Iron Man 2 that everyone's claiming was Spider-Man. 
Mm. Which Spider-Man? There's a moment in Iron, the Spider the MCU Spider-Man. There's a moment okay. in Iron Man 2. I'm way in the weeds here, but I'll say it briefly. There's a moment in Iron Man 2 when they're at the Stark Expo and then there's a little kid in an Iron Man hat in an Iron Man mask and he's like the the crazy war machine things. Yeah. He like does this to the crazy war machine things with his like just light cuz he's at the Stark Expo and he's a kid it's like Disneyland. Uh-huh. And like he does this and he's about to die and Iron Man literally comes and saves him. It's been implied among interviews to promote Spider-Man Homecoming that that kid could have been Peter Parker. Headcanon it, guys. Oh, this is what I love about nerds. We can just headcanon anything. Don't oh, like the story? Fine, screw it. Headcanon. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I like but I, I like the way they handled it, too. It's like, that could be it. Mm-hmm. The time is not... That timeline's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Because that would make Peter Parker a little younger than they're implying in the MCU, but like that kid could have been older. Like mm-hmm. it, none of this is very clear, and it's something they're pointing to post. You're like, supposed to feel it here. You don't need to see it's it up retcon- there. Like, just feel it right. Yeah. Here. If you <laughs> think Peter, heart, if you think Peter Parker existed, <laughs> if you Peter, if you believe Peter Parker existed in the MCU the entire time, then he existed in the MCU the entire time. He should show up at Punisher, though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I he's New York ground level superhero. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Back to Gotham. We should probably, and the DC Universe. We should probably get switch to it. Reel it back to the DC EU or the whatever Gotham is. You got it. <laughs> it's a thing. The Gotham U. Can we talk about how angry Alfred was this episode? This entire I think episode. He's very angry. Just I dig it. So growly. I don't. I'm not a fan. Because to me, what makes Bruce and Alfred's relationship so great is that. Bruce is allowed to pop off because Alfred is always going to hold him down. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Alfred's essentially his ride or die bitch, you know? Like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, oh, out here fighting again, half dead. Let me just stitch it back together begrudgingly. I like a, I like a tempered Alfred. I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of, like, Grumpy. aggressive, I have to protect my child, Alfred. Because um, I think Alfred has more confidence in Bruce than that. Yeah. yeah. And even the fear, totally fine. Anger, yes, but in the very proper British way. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Uh, he went a little cockney with it this like today. Where I just feel like every scene, I was like, this is just too angry for Alfred. It's too much. Yeah, he was on another level this Well, week. but he was protecting... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. I think I thought it was just enough to be protecting Bruce from... like they Because they did think that this man was the one who had hired... Like, who was the... Not hired, but he was like the main guy who... Um, everybody else worshipped because they wanted to kill him. Well, yeah. So I think that's why it was like understandable that he would be so upset. Also, about what it. Alfred saw happening was Rachel Ghul manipulating Bruce to do exactly what Rachel Ghul wanted mm-hmm. him to do. What Alfred didn't know is what what Rachel Ghul wanted Bruce to do was yeah. kill him. Yeah. Alfred's correct assumption would be, or realistic assumption would be, that he wanted to manipulate him to bring him in there so he can kill, kill Bruce. Him. Sure. And yeah. Take that take that knife, not a sword, a knife. Yeah. And then rule the... What, I don't know. They didn't really specify... Like, <laughs> well, because, because the knife was intended for him to die at its blade, by Bruce specifically, mm-hmm. all of our speculation up till now is just wrong. Where it's yeah. like, no, that's what the knife is for. Um, also, he said my heir... Or the heir of yeah. the knife? Mm-hmm. Can we get into this? He, you know, he said he like his heir, like yeah, like his baby. He's essentially because you're gonna be heir to you're gonna be the next guy to live but for like, a long time. If you're or... like, like superhuman Ooh. like that, wouldn't like your offspring also be a little more superhuman? That's what I'm saying. Does he mean the the sword just kind of, like a, like a wand in the Harry Potter world? Like the sword just deems someone worthy, mm. or does he literally mean? 
I've been I've been having a lot of sex since one two three AD is what people are saying in the chat. That's that seemed, a lot of sex. That seems too. That seems. I don't think he meant like feels, a biological. I don't air. think he meant that either. But like both can happen. It could be like the air of the night. Let's break it down. So he says that when he's in the Lazarus pit. He had a vision of Bruce yes. and saw him yeah. as his heir. So it seems to me whatever magic is in the knife, whatever magic is running the Lazarus pit, showed him a Bruce a long time ago, and he's just been searching for this kid for, like, millennia or whatever. Um, that was my takeaway from it. Um, and it, essentially, they are, like, Raj was a powerful warrior in his time who then becomes, like, kind of like a god king, sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of what Bruce does, if you think about it. They they have different um, final motives because they were born in very morally different times. Um, but I feel like that it makes sense to me. Like, the next really great guy to touch this planet is going to be that kid. He's going to, like, run an entire city, but he's going to do it in the shadows without needing the praise or the followers that yeah. Raj needed. Um, I'm still so fascinated by the fact that Raj wants to die. Like, I, I've never <laughs> seen this. It's, it's, to me, like, Gotham has shown me a lot of different types of things. Mm-hmm. But it's never show me something completely different than what I've seen in the comic books. Like, you've seen different iterations of, like, oh, what's Joker's origin story? And that whole circus thing, that's kind of been done before. Um, You get uh, um, Gordon with different women, kind of, here and there. You always... Barbara's kind of a flip of the script. Although, no, she goes crazy in one of the comics, too. Yeah, yeah, So, like, we've kind of seen everything. I've never, ever seen a Raj who's like, I'm done living. (laughs) It's fascinating and super fun. I'm almost upset that he died so quickly after wanting this switch, because... I want to see, like, him struggle. Like, I want to see, like, why he doesn't want to live anymore. Well, and this was what I was screaming at the screen when he asked Bruce to kill him, was... Screaming with your Snapchat filter. All of that. (laughs) (laughs) To which I was saying, Batman would let him live. Yeah. Yeah. Batman wouldn't kill him. No. Mm -hmm. Batman would say, oh, you need justice. Yeah. And then throw him in jail. I agree. He's not, not Adam West Batman, but still, you. <laughs> I picked a voice and I stuck to it. <laughs> but like the the Batman, the headcanon Batman of all of yeah. our like, yeah. he would he would mercilessly kill a hundred people to get to Ra's al Ghul, and Ra's al Ghul hand him a sword and just be like, "Do it," and he'll be like, "No, yeah, <laughs> no, you need to serve justice." Those other hundred people, they were in, they were in my way. <laughs> yeah, it it. I have very mixed feelings. Because on the one hand, it, like, bothers me to my core to watch Batman do any excess, not even excessive violence. Because I kind of like when he loses control of himself in the middle of a fight, you know? Mm-hmm. You see him just start wailing, and then suddenly he has to be like, okay, you can't kill. <laughs> pull your fist back <laughs> into fighting position. Get Hand him over to the police. I like those moments of Batman. But the straight-to-the-kill Batman confuses me greatly. Always only because did. my head cannon is specific. The moment his parents hit the ground, he's like, this will never happen to anyone else again. Mm-hmm. That That is the core of the Batman I believe in. And so it's yeah. very weird, even in emotional duress, even in understandable situations, to watch him stab someone. It's just very weird. Um, I have a He's question Bruce for you guys. Wayne, though, I, th- I think be- I wasn't here last week, so I He's think this might be like, me. you guys have already <laughs> wow. talked about this. But do you guys think that the la- last week's episode where um, the Alex passed, do you guys think it was... Do you think that was, like, the real Batman? Um, or do you guys think that was, like... Because Bruce kind of let him let him die instead of handing um, Roz the... Oh, I see your point. The... Knife. The knife. We'll stick with knife. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Did I say I said knife in the beginning? Yeah, I said sword. We touched, on, we touched this. on it last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we talked about how Alex's death was going. I think we even talked about it in predictions where I think I remember saying I thought he was gonna go after him because, you know, he witnessed Alex being murdered by him. Yeah, it's an interesting scenario. Because to me, that is a more Batman appropriate situation because here you have like, especially for a young Batman, you've got to weigh a lot of Although now you're saying Bruce Wayne, and I'm like, you're right, he's not Batman yet. Not that's yet. a whole yeah. different thing. That's what, okay, so that that's what I was implying when I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I said, like, Batman would let him live. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. Batman yet. You're not yeah. Batman. So, so then, if we're looking at You're a Bruce... kid who's dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if we're looking at Bruce Wayne, I think you have to, you're have you dealing with lesser evil situations, which are yeah. always super challenging to make a decision off of. Do I give this guy what I think at the time is a tool to take over the world or harm a lot of people? Or do I hope that he doesn't go through with killing this kid? Because as much horror as Bruce has seen up to this point, I still think that him killing a child is like, I I think that might still be unfathomable to him. Mm -hmm. I think it's still like how, who would kill a child for just no reason? Even though he's a child himself and has been put in a lot of danger, I don't think he sees himself as a child, you know? So it's a little bit different. So I I like the morality of it, of having to decide. I like, I think it builds into that character really well because these are decisions Batman has to make all the damn time. Mm -hmm. Of course, by the time he's Batman, he's good enough that he can stop these situations. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, just battering that guy in the wrist and no more weapon. Done. Um... Uh, so yeah, I, don't know. I personally, I know you guys didn't like that he killed him, but I actually liked the fact that he killed. Oh, Rosal I love the fact that he killed um, him. I thought it was like a very like grown moment for him, like because he just went all out, and like we see him as him growing as Bruce um, to, into becoming the Batman. Because I feel like that's something I don't know if um, the powers can be uh, like sent over to him like through the sword because he did kill him but I think this is like I think this was really important and like that needed to happen mm. in order for him to kind of grow a little bit more into becoming the Batman the more we talk about this the more my head starts spinning because now right. I'm thinking like while if, your head's spinning we gotta jump into predictions okay so okay we can do that jumping into predictions or after Buzz TV prediction <laughs> Rajah Ghoul is now gone which means he didn't train Batman Batman's main trainer is not on the mortal plane anymore what the f? That's weird. who's training Batman? Then? Like, is it just in, in this universe, this world of of Batman's identity? Is his main trainer Alfred? Very interesting. Alfred and Alfred. the shaman from season yeah. three, and whoever else he encounters. The streets yeah. are training him. The streets. <laughs> the streets. I could not you guys. No. Shout out to them. the streets. <laughs> I'm from these streets. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Barbara Keene, does she have all of Ra's al Ghul's powers immediately? Not all of them. Not all of them. I think she has to she, work for yeah. them. She doesn't know how to use them. She's but are we in agreement she has that. power? Yes. She has something. Yes. She um, has power. Sophia Falcone, when does she take over Gotham? Or does she? Or is she foiled by Penguin? Because Penguin is kind of a criminal mastermind, and she's the daughter of a criminal mastermind. I think that's how the season's going to end. It's going to build up, and then it's going to be like this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say... The winter finale is when we think she's going to succeed, and then Penguin thwarts her and literally just kills her, and she goes away. Oh, um, that's a twist! I think this is. The, I also think this is the year where some people die and go away, like Russell Cool. Yeah, oh, where, no. the show needs people to die and go away. Um, Solomon Grundy, anywhere? Where do we think he goes? He's oh, going to become a sidekick for someone. Yeah, great predictions for this. Okay, so I think that uh, first he's going to be like. Because the way he's portrayed, he's kind of, you know, slow or whatever. I think he'd be super loyal to the Riddler to start. 
But I think that uh, our lady, uh, Lee, she needs, she's got to flesh things out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Lee is a good person deep down. Right now, she's hiding. Why hide in a fight pit? Well, it's a bunch of bad guys who have all of their energy focused on other people. No one's going to attack the one person who can stitch all of us up. That's yeah. a safe space for Lee to be yeah. in. Uh, but when she starts seeing poor Solomon, also good of heart, just in a bad situation, I think Lee starts taking that over. Now, whether she goes straight for Gordon's jugular or if she starts, like, I, I feel like... Well, do we think we she's she's for, do we think Lee is forgiving Gordon to a point where she's not going to go after him? No, no, at, not no. at all. Not I don't at all. think that she's I'm a vengeful person. I'm leaving that on the person. table. She's I'm still leaving that angry. on the table. I think she's a vengeful person. I don't think so. I'm yeah, leaving that possibly angry. on the table that she no. may. But I do think she starts hooking up with Rendy. I'm throwing it out there. She's gonna hook. No, we're gonna Whoa. get a Beauty and the Beast relationship. It's gossip. We're gonna get a Beauty and the Beast relationship. No, I hope not. I hope so. I hope not. It's gonna be ridiculous. But I'm like, I think Penguin's gonna end up scooping in. No, it's not happening. I think. Yeah, I think Penguin's gonna get his hands on Grundy. Butch back. That feels right. Grundy. Yeah. Um, also, I doubt it works anymore, but Victor Zaz at one point had... Oh, Victor's, yeah. Victor Zaz at one point had done a brainwash on Butch to make him loyal to Penguin. Yeah. I mm-hmm. doubt... Although, if, if it can grow back an arm, maybe it can't stop bra- Victor can Zaz brainwashes, so maybe yeah. Penguin can literally come and just be like, Butch! And yeah. then he's there. Mm-hmm. Laid out. That would be amazing. Stop right there. That's perfect. That would be amazing. Butch. Butch, Zaz did a thing three years ago. To my side. Got things to do. Solomon Grundy outside. (laughs) Done having sex with Lee. I don't like. (laughs) Yes. Amazing. Do we have any predictions at large before we have to get out of here? Which, yeah. What? Any predictions at large? No. No. Great. Then, <laughs> Carla, where do people find you? Hey, guys. You can find me on Instagram at Carla B. Travels, and you can find me on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end, and it's Carla with a K. You can find me everywhere at Just Plain Zach, Zach with a K. Hey, guys. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com, and either later today or early tomorrow, I'm still fleshing some things out. I'll be watching my own Patreon. So if what? you want to help a girl out, if you want... Uh, cool behind-the-scenes footage, red carpet stuff I don't post anywhere else. You guys will be able to see and do that stuff. Give me advice on shows. Have conversations. Uh, Lots of cool packages in there, but check it out. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. You can also go to the SoberYear.com where it will lead you to the vlog that I'm doing about sobriety. I believe this is week 19. So I'm doing it. It's happening. I'm going to cheer you today. I think, <laughs> I think if the white room's available, I'll have time to record one on this iPad. Yay! But thank you so much, Gothamites. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 